0: A Marxist California teacher admits to indoctrinating students. GOP congressman reportedly missing in Afghanistan after a rogue mission. Texas bans abortions after six weeks. And a three-year-old and others have been stranded in Afghanistan without withdrawal. We will get into all this and more in just one second. If you can, please drop a like, subscribe, turn the notifications on. New a single day. Also, this episode's probably going to get demonetized, or not make any money off of YouTube and Facebook. So if you can. Please become a YouTube channel member or a Facebook channel member. That financial support goes a long way to keep this show going. If you can't do any of those things, go subscribe to the full episode of this podcast, The Joey Saladino Show, on all the podcast apps. Now let's get right into this. I have
1: 180 days to turn them into revolutionaries. How do you do that? How do you...
0: So this is a California teacher saying he has 180 days to turn them into revolutionaries. He is a high school public teacher. Of animal. Animal. Yeah. Sacramento organization that He said he does it by
1: scaring them. Is under the banner of Antipa is, is very loosely organized, right? Um, so like yeah, when, when there is like right wing rallies and stuff then we like
0: We'll create an opposition to this yeah beautiful where would you- so he gets his students to create opposition uh, the journalist says where would you go to connect with some of these organizations go to connect to some of these organizations I, like
1: you know. i post post calendar every okay, week awesome. and then so like they, it's and i do it for extra credit so they get points for doing it. like yeah. it, so that encourages them to do it <laughs> and i I've, I've had like students show for like protests community events you know tabling food distribution also so
0: sorts, all sorts. so he's giving them perks he's giving them credit for becoming antifa communist terrorists okay
1: they when they go they take pictures they write up a reflection that's their actual item. like i i have an antifa flag on my on my wall um and a student complained about that and you said it made them feel uncomfortable Well, this is meant to make fascists feel uncomfortable so if you feel uncomfortable i, I don't really know what to tell you <laughs> like maybe you shouldn't be aligning with the, the values that it, this is antithetical to so,
0: this is what it looks like to be absolutely brain dead. I'm going to play more of the video in one second. I'm doing this so we avoid copyright flags so I can get get it out there. This is why it is extremely important for you to pay attention to who is teaching your children. Because there's no reason why this weird socialist communist antifa little dork should be teaching any child. And should not be incentivizing children to get involved in protests that typically turn into riots, violent riots, in order to get extra extra credit. One, it alienates the people who do not support his radicalized ideology on that school, and it's it's incentivizing people to become radicalized in that school, and it's incentivizing those who are already radicalized to perform better in this school, which is unfair. Let's continue.
1: The Cultural Revolution in the 60s was fixing the problem that came about after the economic
0: war.
1: It ultimately failed, right? Um, there was a lot of excesses. People were definitely like, you know, shot in the streets that probably shouldn't have been
0: incredibly so that was the highlights of what happened i'm gonna break down now uh they actually went and confronted him after they i guess released gabriel, this undercover oh, video this is by project veritas of course uh let's watch that right now as well
2: gabriel hello how are you i'm good i am a journalist with project veritas okay nice to talk with you don't am I getting- don't, don't mind my colleague recording we are recording but i think you're going to be more interested in what i have to say here I don't. This. Well, um, first off,
0: he's wearing a, a shirt that has a, a, a hammer and sickle, uh, and it, it's just funny. Like, oh, what is this? What is what is this all about? Why? Like, they have no idea.
2: I think that there's been a lot of uncomfortability in your classroom. I'd like to talk with you about some of the statements you've made. Uh, I believe you said I don't it, you know what, what, what Project Veritas is.
0: Well, how can you be such a radical Marxist and still do not know what Project Veritas is? He knows he's got got.
2: We're journalists, okay. and, 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 and you and you mentioned to one of our colleagues that you have 180 days to turn students into revolutionaries. Would you like to expound upon that?
0: We do not consent to their filming. We do not consent to these questions.
2: Well, you're in a public...
0: Typical leftist having their woman, man for them.
2: ...place, and I don't think parents consent to their students being, quote, turned into revolutionaries. So if you'd like to give a comment on that, those newsworthy statements you've made, uh, I think that would go a long way to resolve some concerns in the community.
1: I we would appreciate some distance if you could
2: step away. That would be well, Mr. Geip, if you could please just provide me commentary on these statements. I mean, a student voiced their uncomfortability in your classroom with the Antifa flag. Do you recall that? Do you recall how you responded to that student?
0: Uh, you tacitly implied they might be aligned. But- he knows he's going to get fired and I believe it just continues with him walking away doing uh, pretty much nothing. Um, And it looks like the girlfriend is like, oh, let me record this guy. This guy's harassing us. Typical leftist just playing victim. Then he puts this video out. I'm going to play this video for you in in response. So uh, um, it says, Breaking Project Veritas has obtained a recording made by the pro-Antifa high school AP government teacher Gabriel Gripe following yesterday's shocking expose, revealing that he's indoctrinating his students with communist propaganda. Let's listen to what he said.
1: Say thank you to every past student and colleague and friend who's reaching out right now um, in support of what is happening. Um, You know, uh, my personal safety and security is obviously my top concern at this moment, but also like they are coming for my job and what I love doing in the classroom. Um, And they are gonna run this campaign and get public pressure behind them. And
0: it is very likely that the district will cave uh, in regards oh the district's gonna cave to the outrage it as it has nothing to do like oh you're you're mad at cancel culture this is the guy this, these are the same people that support massive bombardment of cancel culture to get their way in in I guess the mainstream world of things in order to get people canceled for literally little to nothing literally just existing these people cancel but when he verifiably does something wrong that he admits to that parents don't like in the school district that he's teaching their children some indoctrinate and stuff he He's admitting to literally doing, you know, hey, this is what I'm doing that's wrong, huh? But I like doing it because <laughs> screw the anti-fascists. It's basically what he's saying. Now, oh, now the school's going to cave to public pressure and I'm going to lose my job because because they're going to cave. Uh-uh. Like, he's literally knows he did nothing wrong because when he did that interview, I guess he didn't know anyone was recording. And then he he was doing that interview, talking about a gloating about it. Then he goes and he's like, hey, we got this video of you saying X, Y, Z. I don't know what you're talking about. What are you you talking about? It's like, you know what you're doing is wrong. And if you didn't think anything was wrong of that, if you didn't think that you were going to get fired for something like that, then why would you be hiding? Why wouldn't you be confronting it? Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm giving my kids extra credit, blah, blah, blah. Like, Why aren't you even standing firm in your feet and, and standing there believing what you've done? No, 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 no. You didn't do anything wrong. It's just parents cave into public pressure that you're in, you admitted to indoctrinating them into a communist propaganda. Let's continue.
1: ...to this, and um, I'm hopeful that they don't, and um, all support at this moment is greatly appreciated.
0: Let's hope, let's pray this guy never teaches again in his life. Um, So let's see. We're seeing a lot of this start to come out now. So a teacher who has described himself as far right as you can go. In the classroom, he has a poster of Mao, uh, who is one of the most brutal communist dictators in history. also has a pride flag and an Antifa banner. Oh, man, uh, what is it with these leftists and all these, like, corny stickers and flags? Uh, the Daily Code reported that the pro-Antifa California public school teacher uh, touted his efforts to radicalize his students through political indoctrination in the classroom and conversation captured on the video released by Project Veritas. Uh, let's see. Uh, and An- Andy No tweeted out, this Antifa group is apparently connected to Gabriel Grape. It is telling comrades not to show up to the board meeting to start a confrontation. Uh, they tweeted out, Gabe's legal counsel has, not, has advised not to show up to the school board meeting and start a confrontation. <laughs> the fact that you that, that the, the lawyer defending him needs to tell you, make sure your Antifa buddies don't come through and start a confrontation. Because guess what will happen? It will start a riot. It will start a fight and make him look bad and make him look like the fascist that he is. Um, also tweeted out, some of the Antifa accounts are furious that the teacher accidentally exposed what, what they're up to. So he's mad that it was exposed. So uh, someone tweeted, if you're saying he did an interview, he did not. This was not an interview. Uh, someone replied saying, understood. I don't know everything that went in that meeting, but he should have been more careful with some of that info. It's stuff at school that's really mind boggling. There's a way to present revolutionary thought to students, but it is absolutely not. Uh, listen, uh, that may be the case. And even still, why would you spill all that in a public place? Also, I don't trust anyone, and that's the effing reason why, the way this dude, uh, he just gave thousands of people, millions of alt-right and conservative people, more ammunition uh, in their fight about the left. Thanks a lot, you reckless MF. Um, yeah, it gave us the ammunition of the truth, gave us like, like, they make it sound like, oh, you, you you just, you you slipped up, like, when the left gets ammunition on us, it's usually because a conservative did something wrong, and we're all going to admit that conservative did something wrong. Not not the he got caught doing something wrong, more on the lines of he did something wrong. He did something wrong. When it comes to, I guess you know, signing things into law or getting caught in, a, you know, uh, I guess not a word twist, just a stuck in your ideology, uh, not not properly coherent in it. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of ways to give people ammo, and I feel like him getting exposed for giving up the information of his indoctrination, yeah, just given a- ammo. Like, you would, have been, you would have been fine with that if it was secret. Guy came that he had, uh, has 180 days to turn his students into revolutionaries. When asked how he's able to do it, he responds, scare the F out of them. The teacher entrusted that the education of America's youth uses scare tactics to radicalize pupils. He claims that his students are given extra credit to track down right-wing events that his organization can show up in opposition to. Students are also allegedly given extra credit for attending. Guype explained that students would never go if there wasn't extra credit involved. Uh, he says that each year, the, the students move further yet left thanks to his instructions. I bet those anti-radicalists are salivating at the mouth, you know, we need to indoctrinate, we need to a gulag, gulag, gulag indoctrination. I mean, they're just following the playbook of all the evil communist dictators from history past. The only time they care about history is when it's coming to copying tyrant's When it comes to copying fascists, when it comes to copying literally the most destructive policies and the most destructive dictators in human history, that's the only time the left actually cares about history and will actually read up on it and um, take advice from those people. A GOP congressman reportedly missing in Afghanistan after a rogue mission. Oklahoma Republican Rep Uh, Mullen is reportedly missing after trying to enter Afghanistan following US military departure. The Washington Post reported this that he got rogue to travel to the control on a rescue mission in face of multiple warnings not to do so from the Pentagon and the State Department, and that nobody knows where he is. According to the Washington Post, he went rogue an evacuation, and despite warnings, okay, uh, uh, he called the U.S. ambassador to Tajikistan on Monday, asking for help to move large amounts of money through the country in an attempt to save a stranded family. Mullen reported wanting to hire a helicopter to rescue an American woman and her four children. He also asked embassy staff to help him bypass laws governing uh, how much cash he could bring into the country after they refused Mullen, alleged, threatened the staff of the U.S. ambassador to Afghanistan. I suppose also know that Mullen tried to get into Afghanistan last week but was denied by the Pentagon in Greece. Uh, Tuesday night, U.S. officials said that they were unsure of Mullen's location. It's possible maybe he got arrested along the way from someone Uh, let's just hope he doesn't pop up in a video. Uh, The U.S. State Department post uh, to say it's extremely dangerous and the massive understatement. Mullen is not the first representative to try to enter Afghanistan and miss the chaos. Rep Seth Moulton and Peter uh, Meyer uh, took an unauthorized trip to Cabal last week. They were there for less than 24 hours and received criticism from both Republicans and Democrats. Now, this is a a double-edged sword. There's there's a lot of takeaways from this. There's that one takeaway of Republicans— The GOPs, I guess retired military vets, people who are more right-leaning, are actually willing to risk life and limb to go out there and to actually help people, which is a crazy thing to think about because isn't it supposed to be the left that cares about the refugees? Isn't it supposed to be the left that cares about the migrants? No. What the left wants to do, they want you to do everything in order to care for the people that, you know, been thrown into these awful situations due to their policies. That's what the left wants. They want you to do it all. And guess what? Republicans, it seems like they're actually willing to risk life and limb to actually go out there and do something they feel passionate about and saving people. Are are there any leftists going out there doing that? If there is, I would give them all the praise in the world for putting their their body where their mouth is. So that's one takeaway. Uh, The other takeaway is maybe he shouldn't have went. (laughs) A little dangerous. Maybe maybe he shouldn't have went um, because uh, he may not even make it back. That's another takeaway, especially when the Pentagon's telling you not to do it. Maybe, maybe just maybe, you should listen, or uh, maybe work with the proper channels and the correct channels to do it, and not try to sneak in. Uh, maybe he's got experience doing it. Maybe he had confidence in himself. Uh, maybe he believed he can pull it off. Maybe he had things set up properly that he would have been able to do it and didn't go his way. I don't. I don't know the full details of his situation. Regardless, uh, no matter how much you want to go do that, do it. Perhaps, maybe you shouldn't. Uh, for your own personal safety, but regardless i don 't think it 's really worth criticizing him too much for actually going out there and possibly even sacrificing his own life in order to save a family that 's something very noble i mean regardless you I mean he, he he went above and beyond, he went against all the advice that was given he he went against the entire most of the system in order to do that he he, he, he did a lot he did a lot to go out there and try to try to do some good. And who you knows, maybe it comes out that he never went there, did anything, and it was all scam, and he never went missing. If that's the case, kick him out of office. But if that's not the case, and he did something noble, then he, regardless, he still deserves uh, some praise, even if it was, uh, uh, even if some people would call it a foolish mistake. It's still it's still a noble mistake, regardless. So Biden rips Texas abortion law as extreme violation of Roe versus Wade. The Supreme Court has yet to rule on the ban after asking for a response of abortion providers' request of an injunction. Now. Texas has just banned abortions uh, past six weeks. President Biden criticized the Texas law prohibiting abortions except uh, for during the very beginning of the pregnancies in case of medical emergency, stating that it goes against established Supreme Court proceedings. Uh, now, I, I, before I read more of this article and what the what these leftist outlets are saying about it, because it, it seems like the left is fighting tooth and nail as hard as they can to protect their rights to, um, uh, to murder uh, babies. It's crazy that that's what they're fighting for and that's what they feel passionate about. Uh, Another thing is uh, this shouldn't even be up to the federal government. It should be up to complete state rights. If it is up to the federal government, it should at least be, um, you know, uh, murder, bad, no murder. Uh, Regardless, uh, the left is fighting to protect their rights to to murder babies. Uh, Another thing is it's crazy how all of a sudden they care about the rule of law, constitution, this, that, and the other thing and rights so crazy that they only care about that they only care about my body my choice which is it's not even their potty they only care about that stuff when it defends their rights to murder babies not when it defends your rights to not get forcefully injected into a jab not when it comes to your rights of being able to leave your own house not when it comes to the rights of you being able to just live free live a normal life go to work they don't care about your freedoms then they don't care about the constitution then. they only care about it when it suits their political agenda to, quite literally, murder babies. Uh, So this is from NPR. Uh, What the Texas abortion ban does and what it means for other states. Now you can see these uh, brain dead people protesting. Uh, Don't tread on me, and it's like a a snake as a uterus. Uh, Don't mess with Texas women. Abortion is health care. What? What? Black Lives Matter shirts. Oh my god. Just when you think people in this world couldn't get any dumber, you get this. Now, I have yet to see an actual, the only, listen, the only good argument that I can ever possibly see for abortion, and I like playing devil's advocate, and playing devil's advocate is very good for formulating your opinions and being able to express your opinions. The only possible argument that I can see for abortion would have to be, uh, I guess, maybe on the the scientific reasons of this baby could only survive because it is feeding off of me. I don't want this baby to feed off of me. It would be similar to like pulling the plug on an old lady. uh, Where it's like, you know, that's the only thing that I can see. But even admitting to that, is it also admitting that this thing is living and is living because of me. So even... In their best case scenario, that would somewhat get me to agree with them. I would still say, "Well, you're admitting that this baby's alive if it needs you to survive off of it. So you, by literally injecting it with poison or sucking its brains out, you're admitting that you're killing a baby because the thing is only living because it's attached to you. Uh, but you don't want it to be feed. You don't want it to be leeching off of you anymore." It's not a parasite. <laughs> they believe these unborn babies are actual parasites. And where do these people, you know, if, if you want that, you know, don't mess with my uterus type of argument, abortion is health care, then they run into this other argument where at what day is it not okay? It's either going to be all okay or all not okay. Either first day, six weeks, Or even right before actual birth. That's where uh, this girl, she has a a shirt, my body, my choice. (sighs) I bet you she's probably forcefully vaccinated and happily so as well. Uh, first off, I guess maybe wear a condom. Uh, second off, maybe practice safe sex. It, it, these people are just so frayed. The, it's, it's so ironic. It's because these are leftist women who claim to be strong, independent women. They just can't handle the unfortunateity of accidentally getting pregnant. But they're such strong, empowered female women that can do anything a man can do plus more. Except an unwanted pregnancy. I need my rights to terminate the pregnancy uh, because whatever. Wait, you're not strong? I thought you were a strong independent woman. Regardless. I I completely lost my tangent. I forgot where I was going with that. Uh, Let's just continue reading. Uh, With the Supreme Court's mum, a new law went into effect in Texas that bans abortions uh, after about six weeks of pregnancy. That's well before many women even know about the pregnancy. Uh, the law allows private citizens to sue abortion providers uh, and—oh, now I remember what I was saying. If abortion is health care, that statement, that ideology has no line in it. Because if, they, if you want to make arbitrary lines on when abortion's okay and when it's not okay, abortion is abortion. Abortion is murder of an unborn baby fetus. It doesn't matter when it happens. Abortion is abortion. So at at what day do you say, now you know what, now it's not okay. Now it's not my choice. Uh, The baby um, could be born or the baby's two days away from being born. If abortion is health care, the baby can literally be crying in the womb. And you can be like, yep, I want it out. I want it aborted because that's health care. And this is the, the, the other problem with the left and the left's ideology is it's always a sliding scale based on what specifically benefits them at that particular time. Uh, it's not a, an ideology of this is wrong or this is, uh, this is bad. The, the, the idea of this is wrong. The idea of this is bad. You know, murdering babies is a bad thing. No, it's, uh, is murdering this baby beneficial to me at this particular moment Yes or no, and then it's a sliding scale of what their ideology supports. Uh, So it's banned as soon as a cardiac activity is is detectable. So it bans abortion as soon as cardiac activity is detectable. That's around six weeks, weeks, which is before a lot of women know that they're pregnant. Other states have tried to do this, and those laws have been changed by abortion right groups and blocked by federal courts again and again. This is, this law is, how is this law different from other states? Groups who oppose abortion rights have pushed for this Texas law, hoping that it would make it would be harder for federal courts to knock it down. Instead of requiring public officials to enforce the law, this law allows individuals to bring civil lawsuits against abortion providers or anyone else found to aid or abet illegal abortions. The law empowerments individual enforcement. OK, here's another thing. Dear Texas Democrats uh, who are strong, empowered, female women who want to murder unwanted pregnancies, uh, go move to California. Go. Shoot. If, if you are a leftist, Democrat, pro-abortion woman who lives in Texas and you're sick of the tyranny and you're sick of the oppression and, and the removal of your rights, I will pay for your one-way ticket to either Palestine California, uh what else uh, China, I guess yeah, they really don't like babies no over there and, and China, I will pay for your one way ticket for you. I will pay for your moving costs up to a certain amount to get out of Texas and any other Republican state that, that has a ban on abortion. I will pay for you to go to any of those places and leave for good. I will I will take care of it. why? Because it will be a, doing a benefit to society. And you can, you can deal with your oppression all the live long day in those places. Where you literally have your rights being removed. So a three-year-old and others have been stranded in Afghanistan after a withdrawal. And apparently that three-year-old and the father were beaten by the Taliban. After the final military troops uh, withdrew from Afghanistan Tuesday, a three-year-old California boy is among those left behind. A three-year-old boy, an American citizen in California, is trapped in Afghanistan with the father and can't leave. They want to leave, they tried to leave, and they were both beaten by the Taliban. I repeat, the baby was beaten by the Taliban and turned away from the airport thanks to Biden. The State Department admits that as many as 200 Americans are still stranded in Afghanistan, 24 students from Sacramento area, and multiple families are also reported being snuck in the country stuck in the country veterans advocate james brown told uh, abc 7 news that they contacted his friend who's an uh, active military corporal of uh, uh, station overseas brown said the man felt like his hands were tied and needed uh, some help getting his family out brown contacted representative a democrat asking for help to get the family out of afghanistan uh, they wrote a letter asking the family safe passage to airport in kabul a family had the family had been beaten by the Taliban on the way to the airport and had moved to a safe house. Uh, and James Brown quoted, and they were stopped by the Taliban checkpoints and they received physical beatings at the gate and they were pushed back where they had to flee and return to a safe house. Um, this is the passport of the three-year-old boy, was born in the Sacramento area and one of the Americans stranded in Kabul. Uh, his father brought the family to Afghanistan so he can serve as a social worker and all the U.S. Uh, per, uh, permanent residence, uh, the family received permission from the State Department. The boy's family reported connected with other families and tried to flee Afghanistan without government help. In a speech on Monday, Secretary of State stated that there were between 100 and 200 Americans left in Afghanistan. He said, we're trying to determine exactly how many and we'll keep working with them. Our commitment uh, to them has no deadline. <laughs> there was a deadline, <laughs> but you couldn't meet that deadline. Um, this is 100% only biden's fault i don't want to see this fault blame on who started the war i don't want to see this fault blamed on trump i don't want to see this fault blamed on anybody else but the ones who made the, the decision of this poorly executed withdrawal that left american citizens and american al- allies completely stranded and that created millions of refugees millions of women and children who will now be completely oppressed i don't want to hear blame on who on who started the war I don't want to hear blame on the false flags that started the war. I don't want to hear blame on Trump. I don't want to hear blame on anybody else but the one who made the decision of the circumstances. You see, here's the thing. If you're put into a bad situation and you make a decision that makes that situation even worse, you are to blame. If you're thrown into a bad situation and you do your best to get out of that situation as best as possible and— and it maybe doesn't go your way, that's a different situation. There was nothing about this plan that could have resulted in this ending any better. Anyway, guys, thank you for watching. Please drop the like, subscribe, click that share button. This episode will most likely be demonetized on YouTube and Facebook. That means it's going to be making zero dollars, and the only way this show can get funded and supported is if you guys either become a Patreon. YouTube channel member or Facebook channel member, click the support buttons, click the join button, whatever you have to do, be greatly appreciated. If you can't do any of those things, go subscribe to the full episode of this podcast, The Joey Saladino Show, and all the podcast apps. Go there, subscribe. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Peace out.